Hello, everybody, and welcome back to an all-new episode of I'll Be the Judge of That. I'm your host, Evan Ryan Lewis. Here with me, as always, my co-host, Adam Eaglerock. How are That's you, Adam? right. I'm so good. How you been? Wonderful. That's good to hear. You said 2022 is the year of love. That's right. The year of love, baby. And how's year it going? How's it going so far? It's just, you know what? There's no animosity. There's no resentment. It's tough to come up with topics again. <laughs> it's bad <laughs> for going. topics. Well, speaking of the year of love, we have someone here who I love dearly. He was on the show last season, got some extremely good reviews. Everyone said they wanted to meet him. Please welcome back to the show, Mr. Paul Byrne. Thank you so much for having me back. Yeah, being on the podcast was my highlight of uh, 2021. So, wow. I'm sorry to hear about your year. <laughs> um, welcome back. Yes, you guys, people liked, um, I think you were endearing to people because you had a topic about if you can upcharge tickets on the secondary market. And you said, no, you can't make a profit. And I think a lot of people texted me and were like, that's awesome. What a good guy. Um, so, whatever Man happened. Of the people. So, whatever happened with those tickets? Oh, I mean, I'm way in the hole. I mean, there's, there's so <laughs> and now I'm in an even bigger situation because I actually had uh, tickets to go to, to Mexico and it was like an all-inclusive package and I've now sold these on the secondary market, but the money's tied up. It's all a mess. So, Did you make a profit though? or No, no, face value. So I'm just, wow. now it's an escrow. So, I'm so, like, <laughs> so you stay true to your word. Stay true to the word. Wow. Um, okay, Adam, you have a story of the week? Starts out? I do, I do have a story of the week. All right, let's get okay. it going here. So as you're looking around the studio, you probably notice a, a beautiful new vintage coffee table, okay? Well, this coffee table came from this writer in, in Silver Lake. So I went pretty late at night one night, drove over, found it on like offer up, whatever. Picked it up, threw it in the truck. Him and I had a great conversation. We go to leave, where I go to leave, and it's late at night. And he lives in the, the hills of Silver Lake, right? Mm-hmm. And he's telling me about like some rich dude who lives up the street. The guy who started like Dre Beats is over here, like or Apple Music, whatever. And I'm like, nice area. I'm about five houses down the hill, and I see a a trash can that's in the street, completely on fire. Wow, right? like engulfed, a literal dumpster fire, uh, literally in this like nice affluent neighborhood. So. I'm like, all right, what are my responsibilities here, mm-hmm. right? Because this isn't my neighborhood, and this is all the way across town. I could just drive away, but it's your love, baby. We've got to put out the fire, <laughs> you know? So what do I do? I call him, and I say, Greg, down the street. You called the guy that you bought the coffee table yeah, from? Yeah, I did. Why would you call him? And I said, <laughs> I said that the, the, uh, the, there's a trash can on fire, uh-huh. and he's just like, well, what do you want me to do about it? Right. I was like, I don't know. It's your neighborhood. You know, it's not my neighborhood. It's your neighborhood. Uh-huh. You figure out what you need to do with the dumpster fire. Like call your guy who lives there. I don't know how friendly you are. You know about the guy up the street. You know about the dog across. Like do something about this. And he's like, I, you, you, you call 911. I'm not, this is not my problem. Now I'm in an argument with the guy <laughs> I just bought this vintage coffee table from. <laughs> so I guess my topic here, which is the story of the week is like, Whose responsibility is it when there's a trash, when there's like, you know, this isn't a house on fire, okay? House on fire is, is it was know. in the middle of the street though. Yeah, it was like. Well, I mean, the whole, all of Silver Lake could have burned down, which wouldn't have been the worst thing in the world, but. <laughs> we would have lost a writer to the Simpsons. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> would have had like bad sitcoms for two years and, <laughs> and then everything would have gone back to normal. All right. So Paul, <laughs> you're the guest. What do you think? Whose responsibility 
I think given the size of the fire, uh, Adam did the right thing. And I think that, uh, but if the guy's like, if he can look out the window and see it, he should be like, okay, I'm calling the But why, calling does the, it ha- why is it his responsibility just because he lives in the area? Well, why is it my responsibility? Because well, there might be like a neighborhood culture. What if they just, that's like how they, they do it over there. Like, you know, he might, expect him he to might have context in the situation. You think he has like a fire extinguisher? <laughs> well, yeah. One. <laughs> uh-huh. Two, it's like, like it, just his apathy toward the situation uh-huh. was slightly like i wouldn't want him as my neighbor you know well why wouldn't you call 911 why would you think to call the guy who sold you a coffee table <laughs> you never met because he lived right there i don't know <laughs> yeah, like but- I, that's i was i was laughing so hard when i'm in this argument with him on yeah. the phone i was i was la- i was like you call 911 he's like, i'm not calling out i'm like you call him yeah you call him. it's your neighborhood i'm like if you were on the west la you call me i'll put out the fire you're putting out this fire and i hung up so what is your jurisdiction for fire control well how, i how far I mean, does that have to be if i call you and there's a fire on like 14th and olympic is that part of your that's domain? out of my jurisdiction that's different no man like one, one one night you know there was a house down the street that was on fire Okay, mm-hmm. and I happened to be driving by. I pulled, banged the Yui, called nine one one. It was like t- midnight or something because it was in your territory map. It was in my t- it was in my territory. You, you know? operate like a like a Chinese food delivery restaurant. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah. You are out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you are out of range. Do you, th- what do you think about this? I mean, well, this is actually funny because my first topic is kind of similar to this, and it's like if you've ever called the cops, that's a nightmare. Or the, Ugh. you know, you deal with this, this service, this person that's like the call center and well, let's get to into your topic. I, to wrap that one up, I think if you see something, you should call regardless if it's in your quote unquote territory or not. Well, we're talking about a trash can fire. Okay. Yeah. I'm not talking about a mugging on the street and I call the guy with a vintage coffee yeah. table going, <laughs> Hey, there's a woman over here without a purse. Are you going to do someone that right. Eames chair later? I think res- with a fire response time is the biggest factor. That guy's right, right there. You have his number. It's the first number in his in his call no, log. No, the first number it's, in his call log is nine one one. Yeah, but the about? response time on that is way slower. So if this is a dumpster fire, the difference between the the thing getting there and like you know the fire truck getting there and this guy, he could just go over there and and douse it easy. Yeah, get he's your a, hose, pal. He's not gonna go douse it. The guy's like a writer for Law and Order Chicago. Like he he ain't know how to do anything. <laughs> I think he did an episode of Parks and Rec. Yeah, <laughs> little does he know anything about recreation and parks. <laughs> fires all right paul throw in your first topic Sounds okay like well it. my first topic's somewhat similar and it's just like can you is it ever okay to narc and so there's all these situations i'm not talking about drug busts but like <laughs> you know there's all these situations where like i'm just driven up the wall like the dog like you know the dog's barking or like you got the young kids party next door i had a topic about if you could call a neighbor for being too loud if you call like the police. okay okay so you've yeah. already handled this not on the show no. but not the, it, okay yeah. well so th- my, my thing is like i'm always there and i'm like god i want to be a narc so bad like i'm to the point where i print out the dark the barking dog form you know where you like log the times the dog was barking describe uh-huh. the Wait, dog there's the a form thing. for this oh yeah like yeah like that's a if you go on the noise ordinance it's like okay if you want to file a complaint you have to make a log and so I'm like filling out this thing and I'm getting these little dopamine bursts. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get these people so good. Uh-huh. And then I go to like think about actually doing it. And I'm like, ah, I'm not a narc and I just don't do it. So wow. like, is it ever, what are the conditions under which you can narc? Mm, good first topic. This is great. Yeah. I, I honestly think that there is an age thing, you know, I think it's a, it's an age, which is also mixed with lifestyle. So like as a 22 year old or as like a 28 year old, we would have parties all the time in college. Right. And it was we, we would have these parties and delegate one person for the night that you have to remain slightly sober because the cops will come 
and you will have to take the fall for hosting the party with the noise. You're going to get a noise complaint. And then you get three noise complaints and you have to go to jail for like a couple nights. It's like the whole thing was asinine. So you just go down the list. You're on I mean, rotation. You're on rotation. It's like, oh, Adam, you're up tonight. You're up tonight. And I'm like, shit, mm-hmm. you know, this is my house. Like, mm-hmm. come on. And that's how we used to do it. But like, if you were in a college town and you're like 32 with like a respectable job. like This is the plot of Neighbors. Right. It's like, I mean, you can't make that complaint, right? But like now... At the age that we all are, I think it's like, it's I, like I, oh I shit! Think, now you're printing so, out these forms. So you're like, is, I never is, did is this age, before. Is an age difference? Like, is it a is it a difference or is uh, it a they, line in the sand? So like, uh, you know, like I'm like, delta? okay, I'm not gonna call on these 22 year olds. I was doing that, you know, whatever, Ooh, ten years ago. Interesting. But if you're 50, then it's like, okay, like it's your neighborhood responsibility. Then everyone wants it off, but it should be on the person that's got the bigger age difference to call it in. But is there like a is there like another peak later in life? You know, like if your 80 year old neighbor is like throwing down, right? Not a dog barking, right. but just like, Let him have had, you know, they're playing bridge and backgammon in the back and like the music's <laughs> cranking of old Sinatra. Like you can't, you, you know, you're not calling. That might be the last party. You're letting that one ride. <laughs> right? you, yeah. you can't rat him out on that. No. Interesting. I think that it does have to do with age as far as like calling a, on a party, like, I think as you get older, you have more right to call a party. Like my grandpa is, is he turned 91 this week and, uh, the house next to him was sold to someone who just uses it for Airbnb. And like Uh, oftentimes, like you go to my grandpa's house and there is like a party going on. (laughs) Like the windows are shaking. It's right next door and it's a big house. And it's not your grandpa. (laughs) I I saw his DJ booth. All right. So like for them, it's like, like, do you expect my 90 year old grandpa to be up to like three in the morning? Like, cause these kids are throwing in Airbnbs. Like it's meant to be a party. I house. mean, th- you're like, with all due respect, your grandpa can't hear. Yeah. It's <laughs> right. Yeah. He so like, how loud are we talking out. about yeah. here? Yeah. <laughs> I was there one time leaving after like a family dinner and I've never seen so many cars on the street in my life. Like they were throwing like, like the house was like, you could tell like on Airbnb for parties, you know? So you, th- this reminds me of a, a quick story when my during peak of COVID, my brother and I went back home uh, to the island of Ocean City, New Jersey in the winter for Christmas. And the island is a vacation town, right? It's summer town. It's dead in the winter. So we stay in this bed and breakfast, nice little apartment right on the beach. And it's completely, completely dead. And we think this is going to be like a nice relaxing week while we quarantine and get tested and whatever and go see my folks. Well... The, all of a sudden, like the second night, we're not the only ones that are here, you know, visiting. And all three units in this quadplex start filling up with college students. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it was just like, I'm like, there's two bedrooms right here, like 15 people on the other side of this wall. Right. And my brother and I are just like watching a movie. And, and we're like, no, 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 no. We're in the middle of like this de- deserted island at this point. And the guy came over at like seven thirty, eight o'clock, and he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna let you know we're having some people over. <laughs> we're go- and we're gonna have a big party tonight. Um, if the- if it's too loud, can you alert me? Uh-huh. Here's my number. Yeah, and we'll turn it down." And my brother said, "I'm sorry to tell you this, but I already called the cops." He did. He said that as a joke, and the guy was like <laughs> frozen. You know, he's like, "I'm just fucking with you, but you know, be respectful." Eleven thirty rolls around, and we were caught in this situation. We're my, now my brother and I are arguing with I'm like, let him go. Let him go. He's like, dude, it's so loud. I'm like, let him go. Let him go. You know? 
What do you do? I don't know. Well, didn't you also go out to Arizona for a half Ironman and like sleep? Oh, quinceanera really? next door? Yeah, there's a quinceanera next door. All right, to go to sleep early. <laughs> yeah. You know, for this Ironman, I was going to wake up at four and uh, this party was going on all night. All night. It was one of the best quinceaneras I've ever been to. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I know you were hosting it. Yeah. I think, you know, I've always had an idea for a MTV series, Quinceanera Crashers. Uh, all right. To wrap it up, I think you can narc, but you should try and put yourself in the shoes of the people you're narking on and maybe give them a little more leeway. Can we do a rapid fire on it? Yeah. Okay. Can you narc on someone for littering? Like stuff's flying out of their truck? No, because you're not going to catch them. You're never going to catch them? Yeah, no. Okay. What about um, the barking dog? Um, again, no. 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 I would go over and talk to the owner maybe or just put some poison in their food, but... um. No, calling the police. Okay, yeah. Barking I mean, the one that cat. I've always tr- like, I've tried a few times is like, like I've seen some like genuinely dangerous driving. I'm like, oh my god, this is sketch. But every time you call the cops, they're just no. like, are you serious? Why no. are you calling us? Yeah. And so, well, well, it dep- I think it depends what city, you know. Yeah. Like L.A. No. How about those uh, trucks that say like, how am I driving? That's that's another idea. It's like, no one's ever calling that number. No, never. I oh, I always wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> just see like what happens to this guy. I'm like, yo, he's actually a phenomenal driver. Um, I like that one. Um, Paul, do you want to throw another one in? Okay. This one's a, a bit strange, but I, like, I'm going to use this platform I currently have for a, a PSA. Okay. And, like, I've got this theory that society kind of breaks down along some lines, and one of them is like people that leave the sponge in the sink mm. and don't squeeze it out. Oh. Sponge hand. So like, if you're, you know, you, you, on this, <laughs> wait, 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 on this podcast, you handled the topic really well. Of, like, do you offer to do the dishes? I think in season one. And I'm like, the, I'm one of those people. I'm not a very good cook, but the minute dinner's over, I'm in the kitchen. Scrubbing away. Scrubbing away. Sponge hand. And so like the people that don't squeeze the sponge out and put it back up on top or use like the, like a civil person, use like the brush, you know, with the handle so your mm-hmm. hands away from the whole situation. A civil person. Yeah. So I've gotten to this move of like, if I go in there and assess the sponge is just disgusting, uh-huh. I just throw the sponge out and immediately I'm like, hey, where's the sponge? You guys wow. got a sponge? But there's a, a wrinkle is that the people that generate sponge hand often don't stock a lot of sponges. So then you're over there and you're like, what are we going to do here? We're trying to blast everything off. So the, my, but the topic is, can you throw something out of another person's house without asking? Okay. I have never thought about this whole sponge hand thing in my whole life. <laughs> what is a sponge hand? Yeah, if it was, I if think a, I know exactly is, what you're talking about. But if what a sponge is, is full of water in the sink, just squeeze it out. No, but they start breaking down. They get that, that funky smell. So you don't yeah, like a bad yeah, sponge. Yeah. No, a bad sponge. It's got to be. Do you know how to cure away. that? Huh. Vinegar. What? Vinegar. No, no, no. Quick fix. Hmm. Quick fix for sponge. What's the quick fix for sponge hand? It's not the hand. Uh-huh. It's it's the the, spo- the smelly sponge. One, I put I put the sponge in the dishwasher like once a week. I've never done that before. Oh, Second no, is... No, then it's breaking down the structural integrity. Yeah, that's it's actually... Like, you get yeah. that, okay, the, sponges are like eight bucks for eight of them, all right? That's I, why you should be tossing these things. Rotate through. I agree with you that you should you be going through sponges? sponges frequently. I have a lot of sponges. But if you threw out my last sponge after a dinner party, <laughs> I'd be furious. Wait, you furious. throw it, you, so you throw it in the microwave for 30 seconds. You dishwasher sponges? You microwave <laughs> sponges? It's, a, it's, a, it's the biggest Italian cheat from New Jersey. I know. You bake them too? Yeah, you put them in a little gobble gold. Yeah, make a little sponge No, casserole. you throw it in the microwave 30 seconds. Bada bing, bada boom. Have you ever thrown away a sponge and that was their last sponge? Oh, 100%. What is wrong with you? And then you're like fishing back to the trash. And you're like, I mean, it's just like. Yeah, then you got trash hands. You got trash (laughs) hands. Yeah. So, but the question is, can you throw out an item from someone else's house without asking him? Just like taking executive action on it. I don't think you can. No. 
What about bringing an item? Like the other thing that I do sometimes is like <laughs> if like you're at a, if you're staying <laughs> with someone party. and they don't have like toilet brushes, I'll just like when I'm out shopping, I'll just buy toilet brushes and stock them throughout the house. Yeah, see that one I don't mind. As what? Much. Yeah, yeah, because like I mean it's just insane. Like if you know they need it, you know they need it, but like yeah. you can't bring it up. That's the biggest thing. Is like people get kind of offended if you're like, "What's up with this sponge? Like, right, you right. live like this." Right. Let me get this straight. So if I host a dinner party. I'll be like, hey, people, I gotta run people the are coming wine. Yeah. with wine, food, appetizers, potluck items. You come with sponges. <laughs> I think it's the new potluck item, right? I, I'm not even upset. I'm, I'm kind of. I, I mean, I would be so insulted. Like you'd have to sneakishly put those, those toilet brushes. And if the food the doesn't agree with if your you, stomach, if, if you think someone's cleaning situation is not to par, and you bring items, you have to like sneak them in. Yeah, because it's too much of a criticism to just be like, hey, for sure. But do you try to? <laughs> If you brought a toilet brush to my house, I would think something was really wrong here. <laughs> Do you try to match the like come the with new- a snake too and a yeah. <laughs> the new sponge with the old sponge as if like oh I think you got the same brand yeah you want to just you have to like assess this, their situation before you can't come in with like you know that beautiful grip and the little squits like the little squirt thing at the end if they only have like a hand sponge no no you can't just like upgrade them no I think you can upgrade them. them. This is the most hysterical, but very, I, I get it. I get it. I've really spent such little time thinking about this, about sponge hand and like having a, a weak sponge. I've, I've seen sponges that are like subpar, but I would never think about like throwing it away and then like coming another time with new I ones. I can just picture you throwing out this like this sponge. They're out of sponges. You panic. You decide you have to go to the bathroom to like assess the situation. They don't have a toilet scrubber. You're in. Next thing I'm at Home right. Depot. Right. <laughs> You're getting like candles and like <laughs> matches. So can you, I mean, the sponge, I'm going to go, <laughs> I'm going to go with yes. I'm going to go definitely on the sponge. But you can throw away a sponge? I, I kind of, I mean, it's a wild move, but I like, I've never seen it done. And I, that's like a whole conversation. Like, well, did you throw my sponge away? Like you don't ask that question. So you're kind of in the clear. Can we go back to that you started this topic with societies divided in two lines? <laughs> yeah. It's the sponge that, This is how I see it. This is yeah. the, the people who have good sponge maintenance yeah, yeah. and the people who don't? Yeah. <laughs> what, so what other items? Clean, clean division. Uh-huh. Like stale fruit? Like moldy fruit? No, because I, I don't really have to interact with that. How about like kitchen towels? You'll interact with the sponge hand? Well, sponge. no, because I'm volunteering to do, you know, right. to do the, the dishes. Right, right. And it's like... It's Maybe the you just only do the dishes if you're comfortable with their sponge. Yeah, but how many be like, oh, yeah, how can I help? Can I do the dishes? And right. you go over there, you see the sponge, you're like, oh, actually, <laughs> I'm good on this. You're back to the same problem. Uh huh. Then you just have to toss it. Okay. I think my new move is I'm just going to always be packing at least one sponge. You're just going to roll around with yeah, the sponge. Yeah, like it's in the like, single use plastic wrapper. It's uh-huh. in my back pocket, like crinkling when I sit down. Oh my God, this is the best topic I think we've ever had. It'd be a good giveaway for us because we like to give our guests, guests a little gift for coming on the show. It'd be funny to give everyone well, maybe, like a, you want a bad sponge. Maybe, yeah, a maybe podcast sponge. sponsor, every promotional product can do some, yeah. uh, I'll be the judge of that, branded sponges. That's actually a great idea. All you right. know the guy who, who made those smiley face sponges? Yeah. He Scrub grew Daddy? up in my hometown. Really? Yeah. I like that. This, what is it called? Scrub Daddy? Yeah, Scrub Daddy. Yeah, the greatest thing to ever come out of your hometown. <laughs> well, we know which side of society his hometown yeah, comes we're, from. we're big sponge guys. Yeah. That's where we come from. But uh, what, what are the, go, go rapid fire on some items now. Because now I'm curious. The sponge, I'm going, yes. I mean, I, th- I think that like there are any of the ones that would be kind of offensive. So it's like, 
toilet sort brush. Of clean, toilet brush. You cannot throw away someone's toilet brush. No, no, you can't throw it away. But it, what if it was like super ratchet? No. And you're no, like, okay, I'm just going to swap I, this out. I, no. I think the logistics behind throwing out something that's like 12 to 18 inches long is much more difficult than like a sponge. Oh, yeah. You have to leave the premise. Right. Yeah. You're yeah. like walking out there with someone's disgusting toilet brush, <laughs> like in your <laughs> trench coat. You're going, you're going <laughs> yes on that? Like on your way out of the dinner party. Like, all right. Yeah, I'm taking this with me. Okay. I say no, you cannot throw away someone's item. You I'm, want, going, I'm going, yeah. All right. You want to throw another topic in? Or throw it out? <laughs> I got I got one more that's like a slight story that kind of the leads to a topic. Okay. We got time for that? Yeah, we got time for probably one more. Okay, so I have this, you know, <clears throat> it's hard to find a good dentist. Oh, my God. And <laughs> I mean, I don't even want to get started on what I think about dentists in general. Like, I think they're a certain type of person that wants a captive audience because they just like the power of like having someone there. That can't talk. Uh-huh. can't talk. But it's hard to find a good one. And it's hard to get, a, you know, you get an appointment six months out. Mm-hmm. And so during COVID, I finally got my dentist appointment scheduled. I get in there and um, I had had a previous dentist appointment with this dentist. And he's like the head dentist at the place. And the guy's pretty large, very sweaty and sneezes like crazy. Like oh, while God. it's going on, he's like rapid fire <laughs> sneezing. And so they always ask every time they're like, do you have a preference on the dentist you'd like to see? And I don't, I can't remember their names. You see them every six months. Right, There's like right, two right. guys. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I want the one who's not the <laughs> name on the, on the, on the business. And, uh-huh. and the, the receptionist is like, okay, like, uh, yeah, we can totally set you up with other guy, but can we ask why? No way. <laughs> yeah. It puts me on the spot. And so I'm like, look, like, you know, I feel really weird saying this, but like, I, th- I think this is like an issue that should be addressed. You uh-huh. know, it's like a high genuine hygiene issue. You're in there. It's really stressful when You're this guy's leaning over you. You're all over the place. I'm like, it turns out I'm a narc. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and, this, and so I'm like, you know, honestly, it's kind of a hygiene issue. Like the last time I was in there, he was like, you know, sweat. It was dripping on me. He was uh-huh. sneezing. I was uh-huh. like really uncomfortable. I'm already worried around the dentist. And I was like, I hope that's not too offensive. And she's like, oh, no, no problem. She's like, I've been telling him that stuff for 25 years. We're married. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. Oh, and so no now every time I go to the dentist, I have to see her. And she totally like, she totally remembers. But. The, like the topic is if, if a business asks you for feedback in real time, do you give it or do you use a suggestion box? Or is that just done? No, I, I love giving constructive criticism. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things to do, but I cannot believe that it was the dentist's wife. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I, 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 I wouldn't even know where to, I would change dentists Me too. so fast. I would never go back. Start to fresh. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta go right back to your healthcare. You're provider. six months out then. No, it's so hard to find a new dentist. Yeah. But I think that's it. I think your relationship with that dentist is <laughs> it's over. Yeah, you yeah. know that's bedtime talk. That's pillow. Talk. That's going to turn into a domestic dispute. Right. <laughs> I'll be it? calling again. You know, Paul. Yeah, came in today. Yeah. Yeah. You're sweating all over his face again. <laughs> Sneezing. Sneezing on his mouth. No, that's. I mean, that's. Yeah, you can't. So I, I have this. I once went to this doctor. My I had like a broken rib a couple years ago, and this. I go to see this doctor. I'm going through all this healthcare provider stuff. Finally find one in a network, go see him. The guy's got the shakes, right? He's older. I don't know if it's, you know, what I, and he's feeling down my rib. I'm like, no, 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 no. You know, his hands are going, his hands are going. He's, he's vibrating my body. I'm like, oh, and like, dude, I was out of there so fast. Switch healthcare providers instantly. But did you say something to the doctor? Or no, I know. as far as the topic is concerned, you're out of your mind. <laughs> You are out of your mind. Any place that I'm planning on coming back to. So here's the catch 22. If I'm planning on coming back to it, 
I'm not going to give him the constructive criticism because I'm too freaking scared. And if I'm not planning on coming back, I'm still not going to give the constructive criticism because I'm planning on not coming back. I I had a doctor one time who would see like three patients at once. (laughs) Bouncing around? Yeah, it would drive me crazy. I'm like, this is not, you know, and they're like, I said something about it. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm here. He comes in for five minutes and he goes to the next room and the next room he comes back. How do you know he's going to the next room? That's why they closed the door. You know how I knew? How? I ran to a good friend in the waiting room and I'm like, what time's your appointment? It was the same time <laughs> as mine. You're, you're doing your due diligence? You're like filling out they the online form. No, you're we like, walk in the same time. Yeah, go, oh, what are you, you. saying? It's, yeah, they triple book everyone. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like, I don't, I'm not on calls at work and I say, hang on one second. I'm talking to another client on the other line. Like, <laughs> g- give me my 20 minutes. Give him his 20 minutes. She's like, well, it's just more efficient for the office that way. I'm like, that's just it's just it's horrible to treat a customer like that. And you get so you gave him the feedback. Oh yeah. And you're still going back to that doctor. Absolutely not. No, <laughs> no. switch. Okay. Oh yeah. That so doc- my only mistake was just ever going back to this dentist. Oh yeah, that's fireable offense. Yeah. Yeah, fireable offense. But the other guy may, talks to me about fly fishing the whole time. And I'm you just love sitting fly there. fishing. I it's <laughs> I mean, do you like fly no fishing? One listens, this is Montana. I yeah. guess like uh <laughs> The last thing I want to hear them tell me about. I think it's comical that people that try to relate to you on, on topics that interest you, but not them. You know, they're like, I, like my dentist always asks me about surfing. Mm-hmm. It's like, you haven't seen the ocean in, right. in like 60 years. Right. right? Trying like, to tell me about a good molar. You right. saw, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Give me the deets. Um, I, I'm going, no. I'm, no I, feedback? I can't do it. I say yes on feedback and then get out of there. Don't Dude, do the feedback and then go back to the doctor. Yeah, even even at work when they give you like that to the uh, anonymous surveys, I'm always so I'm like, how do they know it's anonymous? Right. I feel the same way. Right. Like yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna plug in like you know character flaws about people. Right. And no, then no. like all of a sudden I'm up for my review. Right. <laughs> like, no. but like how much are we losing as a society because like no one's no one wants to give the feedback. Well, that brings me to like the concept of Yelp right who do you like i listen and read yelp reviews i don't know one person who writes yelp reviews right but i, I read them like a gospel right it's yeah. it's a it's a crazy situation okay i say give feedback that's fine you say hell no and you say uh, apparently the worst strategy is just <laughs> yeah. give feedback and keep keep, keep returning going. all right we have time for one more if you have a quick bonus topic paul okay well, this one comes from uh, this morning, this topic emerged, and I've just, you know, I'm new to California. I'm noticing that the lines in, in food establishments, like walk-up counters, take a long time. And I was just so surprised because uh, <clears throat> Evan over here, you know, he usually likes things fast, chop, chop. But he did this move where he goes in and he, he ordered each part of his order as a separate <laughs> item. So he's like, I'll take the big coffee. And she goes and makes the big coffee. And he's like, I'll have six donuts. <laughs> And then he negotiates, you know, no milk, but he wants some sugar packets. <laughs> and I'm like, this could have been one sentence. She could have uh-huh. done all this stuff in like 30 seconds. Meanwhile, lines out the door. And I'm noticing this is how everyone orders in California. What's going on? Why don't you order as one like list of things? You knew what you wanted. Because I don't want to give her too much to take in at one time. Well, how condescending is that? She can handle it. She's in the service industry for like 25 years. What if you're... Um at like a bar and you have like six drink orders you say like i want a vodka soda gin and tonic margarita no you like those people can handle it you think so yeah you if you work as a bartender you have amazing short-term memory for that kind of stuff you're pouring two drinks at the same time <laughs> or not, now it's okay to be serving two guests at one time yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the doctor right. no go the what, efficiency at a bar what do you think do you put the whole order in at the same time i think i think you could order for two people at one time but how about if it's like 
like the coffee and donuts and all that kind of thing. I think like, I think like two orders at one time. Yeah, but no Period. more than two. No, after that you give them, you give them a break. Yeah, otherwise you're like giving them like a grocery store list. But I mean, half the time too, they have the POS and they can tap the stuff in so fast. You yeah. can rapid fire it and then let them optimize oh, their I, side of the yeah, counter. Yeah, yeah. With that, I I'll let it go. But let them the, optimize their side uh, of the counter. <laughs> that's where they excel. Like yeah. I don't know why why you're trying to. No, I'm trying to make it as easy as possible on them. Yeah, but you're making it a pain in the ass for everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, got to wait for the coffee to brew. Your, your donuts, she'd be getting the donuts. She'd uh-huh. know what the next step was. I, 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 what bothers me is when I have to order multiple items and somebody starts, like we have this friend Brian and he likes his orders very unique, you know? He'll get like the most popular item and then sub out everything. You know, it's like the breakfast burrito, but no tater tots, no cheese, egg whites. And she's like, is that a dollar? And I was like, I'll take the dollar. <laughs> and like, you're just going down the list. And then by the time it's finished, it's like, I'll let you take a break there. You right. know, I don't want to overwhelm you on 5,000 words. Yeah. I say don't overwhelm the wait staff. I think give the wait staff a little more credit for uh, their cognitive ability. So what's ability. your limit? How many orders? How many items? I think I think it, uh, most service people could handle five. Wow, yeah. five items. I think at if once? you walked in there and you're like, I want the big coffee, I want a dozen donuts, and you're like, and then like you'd handle the donuts while yeah. she's making the coffee, Three but muffins, you could be like, yeah, orange yeah. juice, just yeah. right there in one go. Yeah, wow, they got it. And Adam, what do you say? Two orders, two, two items. All right, well, there you have it, folks. Uh, thank you so much, Paul, for uh, coming on the show. Thanks for having me back. I feel like uh, after the first episode, you were saying, you know, my popularity was up because of the. Being the good smear on the tickets, but after this one, I'm coming over as a <laughs> right, total right. narc. Like, right. oh my, <laughs> where are my sponges? Yeah. All right. Well, you're getting to know Paul even better every time he comes on, and we hope you will come on and join us again. I would love to. Thanks Thank for having me. Thank you so much. Thanks man. for coming. Talk to you guys soon.